0: I want to look at uh, one of my favorite episodes in the Gospels today, and it's the healing of the lame man in John chapter 5 by the pool of Bethesda in John chapter 5. And let me just begin by, by reading a bit of this, and we'll get straight into talking about it. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, a pool in Aramaic called Bethesda, which has five roofed colonnades. And in these lay a multitude of invalids, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed, And one man who had been there had been invalid for 38 years. Let's stop there. There's a lot about this that doesn't need a whole lot of deep uh, unpacking and exegesis, except that whatever we need to, to put ourselves by the Spirit's help in this situation To understand it a little bit. Around Jerusalem, because of the arid part of the world it's in, pools were used to collect scarce water and runoff, spring spring water and rain. This was one of those places. And the name of this particular pool was Bethesda. It's a combination of two words, uh, Beth, which is house and... And then a word that comes from chesed, which we recognize as the loving kindness of God. So the pool is called the house of God's loving kindness. And some manuscripts add an explanation from the tradition that the invalids lay around this pool because they were waiting for the moving of the water. And an angel would be... Uh, sent by some season to stir up the water at certain times, at which time the first person to enter the water would be healed of whatever uh, their ailment was. That's, and this this belief or, or actuality, if it was true, this this attracted all these needy people around the pool. So picture the scene. There's multitudes, John says, multitudes of diseased people crippled people, just strewn about this pool, taking shelter under the, the roof colonnades that had been built there. Now, there's this man who had been infirm for 38 years. So whatever was his ailment, it's long-term, it's debilitating, and he's in a desperate situation. He can't walk So he doesn't get out much, when not without help anyway. So this pool is his world. He spends every hour of every day there. The people around him are his neighbors. And whatever's happening in this pool, the water, the stirring, that's the singular focal point of all his hopes for a normal life. Imagine yourself there, lying beside him or among this multitude, this is all you have. Now let's keep reading from from verse 6. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, do you want to get well? And the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred, and while I'm going, another steps down before me. And Jesus said to him, Get up, take up your bed, and walk. And at once, the man was healed, and he took up his bed and walked. So in the midst of this man's hopeless situation, Jesus somehow singles him out, I think, He just singled him out because of his chesed, his loving kindness. But in any case, he comes up to this man and he puts before him just this simple question. Do you want to get well? Now, the man's answer I found fascinating because his answer is all about his inability and there's no one there to help him. Someone else always gets into the water before him. He gets in his way or he beats him to the prize. See, his world revolves around the pool. In fact, it seems the man is resigned to accept his disease. He doesn't, even, he doesn't care about his disease. His problems are all about what prevents him from getting into the pool. Now, I must be and we must be very careful not to be too critical because this man, this is all he knows. He was raised this way. He's been living this way for a very long time. And by this point, he can't, It evidently, he can't reframe his thinking beyond life as an invalid dependent on these other things. But see, Jesus doesn't offer to solve any of his perceived problems. Do you notice that? Jesus doesn't, for example, say, all right, sir, I see what you need. I can offer to carry you to the water. He doesn't do that. He doesn't help. He doesn't offer to coach this man to improve his speed and timing so he gets a better chance to get down there. He doesn't say, I'm going to assemble for you a pool-carrying team to help you. He doesn't appeal to the crowd to take pity on this man and to just let him through ahead of yourselves. He doesn't do any of that. Because Jesus' question, it wasn't about the pool. See, this man hadn't stood up on his own legs for 38 years. He can't participate in society. He's alive, yes, but he has no life. So Jesus' question to him, do you want to get well, is a question do you want to experience life again? Do you want life? So there The creator of all things is standing before him with all power in his hands, and the man cannot see his offer of life. All he can see is the pool. Now, how do I apply this to us? I am that man. The church is like the multitude taking shelter around the pool, which is whatever thing embodies our hope for for some relief in this day and we know our spiritual life isn't what it ought to be but see we we've all been there so long it's it's all that we've known for so many years that it hardly feels out of place anymore and our condition hardly features in our thinking and if anyone would ask us, why is it that you're so lame? Well, it's all about our pool, okay? We think if only we could get the right pastor or the pastor we have, his preaching needs to change or there's no one to help me. We can't find enough volunteers for the church programs. We need more money. We lack an effective community evangelism program and on and on and on it goes. It's the pool, the pool. I can't get there. All the while, the author of life (laughs) is standing before us. And he's asking us a simple question. Do you want to be whole? We don't need better efficiencies. We don't need more stuff. He is life incarnate. And he says to the believer, he says to the church today, You need me. Now, do you want life? Do you want to be whole? And revival, the revival that you and I pray for here day in and day out, isn't that precisely the Lord Jesus coming to us in loving kindness to say, you've been lying here too long. It's time. Get up. Take up your bed now and walk. And suddenly through nothing in particular that I've done, but through a power that comes upon us from the outside, our legs suddenly find strength to stand. And whatever bed of infirmity I've been used to laying on, that's rolled up, gone. I don't need it anymore. And we walk in the power of the Spirit. Suddenly we have life. Is that what we want? Oh, I pray, let's let's recognize our need for the life that only he gives. And in the next hour now, let's express that in prayer. For the Lord stands before his people today, and he asks us, do you want to be well? Amen.